BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Hey everyone, um, it's Stassi. You're listening to Straight Up with Stassi. Um, yeah, I'm feeling a little under the weather today. Uh, not sure when this sickness is going to go away. I mean, geez. Every day I feel like it gets worse and worse. Um, so yeah, I, I've been hoping, I was I was going to try and do my, my podcast this weekend uh, with ample amount of time, but uh, I've been feeling sick. And so now, again, it's Monday and uh, I just have run out of time. So you're just going to have to deal with my scratchy voice and um, I hope you like it. But so, yes, everyone, welcome, Khaleesi's. Welcome, everyone, to this uh, extra show that I'm doing nowadays. It's uh, my third week doing this, and I'm super excited about it. Let me start off, though, with a little crappy, happy update. Um, Homeboy has made T-shirts. Yes, you heard that right. If you're not following him on Twitter already, because he has a Twitter account uh, named after his hacker self uh go find him and follow him but now he has t-shirts that he made that say crappy happy on them obs i'm getting one for free so is annabelle really excited about it if you maybe it'll become like a business thing so shout out to crappy aka gatsby aka the guy who or the kid because he's in high school so not a a teenager who uh, hacked me uh, almost a year ago, who was now my, in case you, you, this is the first podcast that you're listening to and you have, you're like thinking to yourself, who the fuck is crappy happy? Well, he's a hacker that hacked me last year and, uh, we became email pen pals naturally. So I wanted to just give that update. Um, I'm going to get to some of you guys' questions, uh, on my way back from New York, Last Thursday, I spent almost the entire flight reading and trying to respond to your emails. Um, I also did that this weekend while I was sick. I used this bedridden opportunity to read a bunch of that stuff. And um, I'm just so thankful for you guys. And and I loved reading all of them. And I'm sorry if I didn't get back to you. Um, I'm going to try. But I can't get back to everyone. I normally respond to um, like 
the longer ones because I can tell people put a lot of time into it. Um, but before I get into your emails, sorry, I I want to tell you guys about my Scream Queens extravaganza experience that I had this past weekend. So Paley Fest. I guess this is a thing in Los Angeles where it was at the the auditorium or the movie or the theater where they hold, it used to be called the Kodak theater. It's something else now, but it's where they hold the Oscars. And so they have different casts from different television shows come and kind of do, it's not a meet and greet cause you don't meet them, but you get to listen to them answer, <clears throat> excuse me, questions about uh, the show, about their characters, about basically like anything that has to do with the show. And I found out about it through Annabelle, thank you, uh, a couple months ago and was trying to get a ticket. And uh, one of her friends, Trisha, was so nice enough to get me a press pass ticket, like a media ticket. So I felt super badass. Basically like, well, I have a podcast, so technically I'm media, right? Right. So... I had an extra ticket because Annabelle and Trisha weren't sitting near me, but I couldn't find anyone to go with because all my friends were out of town. Patrick was at a birthday party and probably wouldn't want to go to that anyway. So I went by myself. Yes, folks. I went by myself on a Saturday night to uh, the heart of Hollywood. I mean, like this theater is on Hollywood Boulevard. Now, if you've seen photos of Hollywood Boulevard or if you've been there, you know how insane it is. It's like Times Square. It's so overwhelming. It's all tourists. Like, I, I can't even remember the last time I'd been there. It had probably been like five years. And um, I went by myself and no idea where I was going. I, I saw Annabelle and Trisha for a little bit, but I, I was sitting by myself. So I had to go alone. And I brought Patrick. Patrick, Patrick and I had spent like an hour that day trying to figure out how to make my uh, podcast equipment more mobile than it already is basically how can I use it so that I don't have to plug it into a wall and I'm a moron I probably should have figured this out a long time ago because my podcast would have been like way more entertaining I would have been able to just like break them out like literally like in the middle of a field if I knew it only took triple a or double a batteries seriously so I've tried for the last year to figure out how to I've tried to charge it I have spent hours upon hours trying to charge my equipment, not understanding why it just would never turn on unless it was plugged in the wall. And then Patrick's like, dude, you need batteries. Oh, oh, is that what I need? Cool. So he then adjusted the mic for me. He adjusted everything so that I could just take this little box thing with me just in case I met my idols. Emma Roberts, the Chanel Oberlin of Chanel Oberlin's and all of the Chanel's, uh, I, I, I took it with me just hoping. Okay. And I went again, went alone and I get there and I see that my seat isn't like that great, but I'm like the type of person that, um, normally waits till like everyone's seated to see if there's a better seat I can just sneak into, but don't get me wrong. I still get massive amounts of anxiety that like I'm picking a seat that someone already purchased and they're just like running 10 minutes late. So I, I basically, it's almost sometimes not even worth it because I spend my whole time sitting there um, just stressing out about the fact that someone's about to come tap me on the shoulder and be like, um, miss like some freaking peasant that I am. You're not supposed to be seated, seated here. Where can I see your actual ticket? And then he's going to like direct me to the back of the room. So I panicked, but I, I snagged 
a really good seat. So I looked like the pimp of all like media people. You know what I mean? Like the pimp of all press. Cause it looked like I had like my own little area and I was like in the front row and no one was seated around me. It looked like I, I had like had a blocked off section kind of, but yes, again, had anxiety the whole time. So I sit down and this auditorium or this, I'm sorry, I keep calling it that this theater is huge. And all I can think about is like Jennifer Lawrence was right there. Uh, Matthew McConaughey was right there. All of these movie stars that I love. I just watched on the Oscars and like, Oh, this is so cool. And I'm like geeking out. And, um, then they show an episode of scream Queens. And that was really exciting for me. So I'm just sitting there by myself on a Saturday night where they had the Oscars watching an episode of Scream Queens. And after it was done, they had the whole cast come out. Well, not the whole cast, most of them. They had all of the Chanel's come out. They had Jamie Lee Curtis. They had uh, the creator. Um, uh, they had, uh, what's her name, Kiki Palmer. I mean, it, it, all of most of them were there. And it was, so, they were all so beautiful and dressed so amazingly. And it, uh, it just made me sick just to see how perfect they all looked. And for the next like 45 minutes, they answered questions, really awesome questions. And I'm going to let you guys in on some info about it. Um, but I realized, okay, this isn't going to be a situation where I get to meet them. So what do I do? Patrick helped me with my with my podcast equipment. I need he told me don't come home until you've gotten some good. He called it something. I guess there's radio lingo and I can't remember what it was. Oh, it's not audio. It was something. And that means audio. And I'm like, what? He's like, no, you, you need to do this. Like you love Scream Queens so much. You need to find a way to meet one of them and ask them a few questions. So I'm panicking. I'm like, Patrick's going to be so disappointed. He like helped me with this. I need to record something. So I was told I wasn't allowed to record anything during this thing, but I did it anyway. And um, I like snuck and did it. And then I, I listened to it afterwards and sorry to report like it's so fuzzy that I can't even play the audio for you guys. But I was hoping I was sitting the whole time just hoping that I would have the audio to put on my podcast and sound so legit. Like I felt like a real live like journalist or some shit. You know what I mean? Um, but it was amazing. And, you know, let me just say, watching all of those girls up there, it was so cool to watch how they all had such a great friendship with each other. I thought that maybe, you know, when you see people in real life, people that you look up to in movies or TV shows, and then you meet them, it's kind of a letdown because they're not their character or they can be an asshole or they're not very smart. And you're just like, oh, I wish I never met you so that you could just live on in my dreams as this awesome person. No, all of them were really cool. All of them were so nice. All of them were charismatic and intelligent and funny. And it just made me love them all even more. Um, I did think it was funny, though, because Leah Michelle and Ch and uh, Emma Roberts were obviously besties. And then Abigail Breslin and... Um, Carrie Fisher's daughter oh, damn I forgot her name she was so amazing too they were like obviously besties too and then Kiki Palmer I felt like was like in both of their little crews but they were all friends it was just cool to see that dynamic and Jamie Lee Curtis might be one of the most charismatic people I've ever seen in person in my entire life that bitch I meant bitch in an endearing way can demand attention can demand a room like I mean it was, it was like watching, I don't know, like the president, it, but better because it was 
Jamie Lee Curtis from Scream Queens. Every question that she was asked, she just like, uh, she was just so great. You know what? I bet in high school she was like president of like the public speaking crew. I mean, that's how good she was. Um, and she like really talked about how she was so proud of Emma Roberts and that she just did the most phenomenal job in that role. And that was really cool. Uh, but I am happy to say that all of the people that were there are coming back for season two because I had heard rumors that only like three or four of them were coming back. I'm like, how are they going to do that? Because there's three Chanel's. So then they're the only ones coming back. What about the rest of them? I loved all of them. And uh, the dude, Chanel's boyfriend. Oh, what's his name? I'm drawing up. I'm sick. So I'm drawing a blank on all of this stuff. Um, I'm such a fan that I can't believe I'm forgetting his Chad, Chad Radwell. He wasn't there, but he is coming back too. And I was so excited about that. And um, yeah, I mean, they basically just talked about living in new orleans and what their experience was like and uh it was they also like kind of broke out in the middle of it talking about how they talk about bravo all the time or the real housewives all the time and they've decided like who each of them are like i think um kiki palmer they said is yolanda leah michelle is bethany um emma roberts is uh who was it oh nene leaks and I just like sat there blushing in the corner or in my like little media area uh, feeling proud because I felt like there was like three degrees of, or one degree of separation, I guess. Right. But so basically that was it. I mean, the best gossip about it was that they're all coming back, but and that it's going to film in Los Angeles, not New Orleans this time. Uh, but it was such a great night. So, yeah, I spent my Saturday night fangirling out alone uh like a dork but it was fun and I just wish you know I wish I would have gotten an interview or just something I was like coming up with questions all day long about like what I would ask them if if I actually got to meet one of them and I was just like racking my brain I'm like I can't ask anything that they've already been asked before so what does Emma Roberts like the bachelor okay I'm gonna ask her if she likes uh if she if she would be mad if Kayla's the next bachelorette I mean, I don't like hating on women, so I'm not even going to go there. But um, I really wanted I really want Jojo. I mean, I don't they're, they're about to announce it in a few hours. So by the time you're hearing this, you'll already know who it is. I'm just hoping that it's Jojo anyway. Or I also came up. Well, Kristen helped me come up with some, too, saying maybe I should ask them if they've ever uh, drank a bottle of wine without actually pouring the wine in any glasses meaning like have you been able to drink a whole bottle of wine actually out of the bottle I thought that was a good question because I haven't actually done that and if I haven't done that then who has I'm the wino of all winos you know what I mean and uh, speaking of wine, have you guys gone to Cameron Hughes yet? I mean, how good was that podcast in that interview? Well, not on my part, on his part, because I feel like we all learned a shit ton about wine. You know what I mean? If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go back in my podcast episodes and listen to my episode where I talk to Cameron Hughes all about wine. It's like a wine for dummies episode, if you will. Um, anyway, if you haven't listened to it, I'm going to explain what Cameron Hughes is. Um Cameron Hughes, basically, it's not a winery, but they it's a website where they sell wine, but they're not making the wine. They go to all of the expensive wineries. So wines that are like normally $150 and they have leftover wine at those wineries. Um, Cameron Hughes will buy them, bottle them, 
put their own label on it and then sell it to you for like $20. So basically you're buying expensive ass wine for next to nothing. That is how they make their money. And uh, if you're going to a party or, or an event or like a, any, a dinner or something or you need a present for somebody, if you bring a Cameron Hughes bottle of wine, it's going to be a really nice wine. So the host will be so impressed and so pleased with it. I, over Christmas, used my own, well, I used my own code a lot, but I ordered 27, 27 bottles of Cameron Hughes wine. It was all delivered to my apartment. I just like had it all over the place in my kitchen just to give away for Christmas things. And it was just such a big hit. Um, but I have a, a special, special deal for you guys that I haven't had before. So listen up. This is major. Um, if you go to Cameron, Cameron, or it's chwine.com, if you shop for your wine, any five bottles, and enter my code Stasi at checkout, you will receive a Pinot Noir from me on the house and free shipping. So if you buy five bottles of wine, you get one bottle on the house. Well, basically, you're getting it from me. I like to think of it as like a personal gift from me to my Khaleesi's, if you know what I mean. Um, so please, guys, you have nothing to lose. Honestly, it's just really good wine. If you like it, go and do it. That's chwine.com. Use my code Stasi, And if you buy five bottles of wine, I'm sending you a bottle of Pinot Noir and you get free shipping. Okay, I'm going to get to uh, some questions right now. Um, one of them is from Romana, and she said, were you shit-faced during the reunions? Okay, that, that basically was the title, and I just thought it was really funny. So basically she was just saying, um, you know, I always thought that you were just this alpha woman that I want to follow, all of this stuff. I'm not afraid to speak my voice or my opinion. But at the reunions, I always seem so chill and it doesn't seem like me. So the more that this person thought about it, she asked if I was shit-faced or high. 90% of the reunion shows. Um, I wasn't, no, I've never been shit-faced. I wish I was. I've always had like one or two drinks before reunions, which is pretty much my sober. It's like my, it's like my, my steady like where I'm at, like at all times, pretty much. Um, never been shit faced because I'm always scared of making an ass of myself. The reason why I'm 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 calm and I'm not very opinionated or confrontational is because I only am confrontational and opinionated about things I really believe in. So when everyone's fighting about Tom Sandoval or you know what Shana did to somebody else I really don't care it's none of my business so I, I mean I care about things that have to do with me and and sometimes I, I really feel like when someone gets opinionated or aggressive or even assertive it looks sometimes like you're guilty and and I don't really like to get worked up about things if I know that I, I don't have anything to worry about and I feel like I've I, I with reunions you don't get to edit you don't it's edited so Whatever I say, it's not like on my podcast where I can just free flow and be myself and no one's going to edit it for me. If I go crazy or get opinionated on a reunion, they could edit it to make me look, you know, just cut part of what I say out and I look like a psychopath. So I try and keep calm in those situations because I just don't want to embarrass myself. Now, um, for the next question, I've actually gotten this from a lot of people. 
I've gotten these emails a shit ton and it's about Andy Cohen and watch what happens live. And everyone always writes to me saying, is he an asshole because he seems like a passive aggressive dick or he's just like always mean to you guys. And it's not just us. It's he's people say that he he's like that with a lot of people and does it hurt my feelings and all that. And I will say, um, well, first of all, he's very kind to me or, or very nice to me when cameras aren't rolling um and I think that's what really matters uh but I have gotten used to what I think is his shtick it's like his persona I think that that's what I guess people want to see on watch what happens live and I I don't take it personally anymore I used to the first couple of times I did watch what happens live I really got my feelings hurt and I remember one particular time it actually was I think last it was last year when um I went on and it was during this season th when season three was airing and I obviously wasn't going through the best time because everyone hated me. Um, and he just made the whole entire, uh, well, I don't know that he did, but whoever runs Watch Happens Live made the whole episode just about like Jax. And it, it just felt like, come on, like I, you know, like, can we ask questions? Like, can we talk about something that I actually care about or something that I, I, that is relevant to me? And it was just embarrassing questions and reminding me of embarrassing things, but, um, it doesn't bother me. And so now when people say that Andy Cohen is, is rude to me on Watch Robin's Live, I actually don't even see it anymore because I just think that's his humor. And I think that he's just sarcastic. And I know so many people that are, are like, I can be extremely sarcastic. So I can, I understand that. But I also know so many people that their sarcasm works in a way where they kind of, um, pick on people but it's funny so I don't think he's actually trying to be mean that's my take and that's what I have to tell myself so that I don't get upset when I go on watch what happens live I mean he's super successful and uh, he he obviously knows what he's doing so shout out to Andy Cohen um, Stephanie Bendel wrote me asking me uh, in short, the difference between New York and L.A. Because she's moving from New York to L.A. soon and she wants to know what she has in store. Um, everyone knows New York. Well, actually, that's kind of narcissistic to assume that everybody knows that. Um, well, I talk about it all the time that New York is my favorite city. If I could live there all the time, I would. But it is so expensive. And my job is primarily in Los Angeles. And my f I have so much family out here. All my friends are here. Granted, I have Taylor and other friends in New York. But my life is basically here. Um, so that's that. But I will say, um, you're in, you have some stuff you know, coming for you. I, I, I don't want to like shit on LA right now, but when I was in New York, I feel like the biggest difference between LA and New York besides the weather and that you know, obviously you can't beat LA weather. It's amazing. But besides that are the, it's the people. And I remember when I was living in New York, I didn't feel afraid to go to parties by myself. I didn't feel afraid to go anywhere by myself because I found that the people in New York were so friendly and open to making new friends, open to having discussions with new people. If, if I were at an event, I mean, everyone was just talking to everyone. And that was so cool because you're experiencing so many different types of people and experiencing so many different things. And then, you know, you never know where the night's going to take you in situations like that. In LA, fuck 
that I would never, ever go to a party or an event by myself. Literally never. I would maybe go to like a cafe by myself. I like going to the movies by myself sometimes. Definitely not a party or an event because the problem with LA is that everyone just sticks to their friends. It's so clicky. Everybody's judging. I mean, even like if you go to a party, it's just like little circles of different people and I feel like everyone has a stick up their ass again don't want to shit on LA but it just feels like it kind of is what it is if I I'm telling you if I went to a party in LA and I just decided you know what I think I'm going to go up to this group of girls and be friendly and ask a question I feel like they would look at me like I had a disorder of some sort you know like because people just don't do that and I think that's really sad I also don't like that LA it's like kind of the same type of person everywhere and in New York there's the types of people and the different cultures and it, it's just it's endless and if there's something for everyone in New York whereas there isn't something for everyone in LA but um I love how laid back L.A. is. I I love that, you know, people don't judge if you want to sleep till noon and if you want to just have fun all day. Nobody gives a shit. Um, I I like to live my life like that. I just feel like we are here on Earth to be happy. Look, I'm getting philosophical right now. Um, We're here on Earth to be happy and I like to live my life that way. So I want to wake up and do whatever I want to do if I obviously if I don't have work. Whereas in New York, everyone is just so driven and and always doing something and they can't just like chill out like no one in New York. I feel like I never hear about people in New York just like sitting on their couch, like spending a day watching, you know, like ordering Chinese and watching TV. Like, no, everybody always has to be doing something. I love that LA is just like, yeah, whatever. Do you want to go to the beach? Sure. Do you want to go shopping? Sure. Want to go to brunch? Sure. Want to get fucked up? I mean, like wasted as in fucked up? Sure. So that I think is really funny, fun. And I hope that helps you. And anybody else who's asking about LA or thinking about moving, it's a lot of fun. It's a magical place. It's a place where people don't grow up, including myself, but it's a lot of fun. Oh, I need to grow up. There's so many things I need to be doing. I need to get like way more responsible. I need to start working out. Um, ooh, working out. Hey, you guys, go to fabletics.com. You all know that, I, again, I do this again. See, I have all these crutches. You guys don't all know, but I do talk about this a lot, that I love Kate Hudson. And um, she started, well, she kind of, well, yeah, she co-founded and designed and inspired this uh, basically athletic wear that can go from day to night. So it you don't only have to wear it while you're working out. And that is called Fabletics. So it's active wear that you can, you know, say, wake up in the morning, take your kids to school or walk your dog or whatever. You can go work out, then put a leather jacket over it and go to lunch, you know, and throw on some flats. It's cute clothes. I have so many outfits from Fabletics and I love, love, love them because I mean, listen, we know I don't like athletic gear. So if anyone can make athletic gear look fashionable, I am all about it. That's what I love about this brand is that it appeals to somebody like me who loves fashion and just always wants to look cute. You can shop by outfits or you can look at separates. I love if you go to fabletics.com, they have like this quick and easy quiz. And based on what you say, they will um, 
basically show you catered outfits that they feel you would like. And I feel like that's really special. And now they're actually launching FL2, which is a men's brand. So it's a men's version of this. And that's wonderful. Uh, You guys need to go to fabletics.com because new VIP... There's a new VIP member exclusive and you get a complete outfit for just 25 bucks with free shipping and exchanges. So you get a cute workout outfit for only $25. You guys go and check it out. Um, so yeah. All right, guys, I am feeling like pretty sick. Um, so I'll just like do a longer episode next week. Oh, can I just tell you guys a story? So yesterday I spent uh, again, the whole, um, well, actually, no, this is... Okay, taking it back. God, I'm all over the place right now. Sunday, I spent the whole day in bed. No, Saturday. And then I went to the Scream Queens thing. Yesterday, I did something super exciting. I'm going to be in a movie. I'm not allowed to tell anybody about it, but I had a bunch of scenes and I play like a boss bitch, if you know what I mean. Like a scientific, like I think I'm a, well, a nuclear rocket scientist or something. Anyway, I don't know what I'm allowed to say. So... Anyway, I'm just going to say it was so much fun and I was there for 12 hours and that made me so much sicker. I can't even explain. I woke up feeling like I was dying. But yesterday I miraculously just felt okay because I was on set. And when I got home, I'm like, oh, I feel good. You know what? I'm going to make um, I'm going to make a cocktail. I haven't had one in a while. So I got my Kirkland vodka out, my Costco vodka out and put some emergency in it and then I was like "Mm, I think I'll put some crystal light in it that sounds good with like my uh like club soda my grapefruit club soda and LaCroix that's a that's the brand of club soda or LaCroix Croix I don't fucking know how you say it um and then I got a message from one of my listeners shout out to Vicky who messaged me and was like Stassi if you haven't tried literally as literally as I'm making my cocktail she goes if you haven't tried Kirkland vodka from Costco you need to it's only $15 and it's absolutely amazing and I kind of just like stood there and I was like reading this message because I I follow her on Twitter so she direct messaged me and I'm like is this for real I'm like I'm actually making a Kirkland cocktail right now I'm like that is so weird so I messaged her back and I'm like homegirl I'm literally making one like I just made one that that is crazy and she goes oh my god that is crazy well I'm making mine with uh with <laughs> with crystal light fruit punch and then I pretty much just sat there staring at my phone for 30 minutes like does is there a camera in my house like what are the odds that one of my Khaleesi's right now is making the same exact drink as me and she's messaging me about it and we're, we're doing it at the same time so I was like dude messenger bag again it's like we're having cocktails together how amazing is that so I just thought that I would share that funny story because I felt like I don't know it was like a full moon or something somebody across the country listened to my podcast was doing the same thing I was anyway all right guys I gotta go watch the bachelor finale because I've just I'm about to die I'm so excited let's hope it's Jojo for bachelorette please 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 and my next podcast coming out on Thursday we'll have uh the bitch bibles Jackie Schimmel again because who else am I going to talk about the bachelor finale with so you're going to have to tune in Thank you for listening. I'm sorry I'm all over the place and I'm sorry my voice sucks. Sorry I'm sick. Uh, Love you guys. Love you Khaleesi's. Kisses. Bye.